2: this show is brought to you by the makery the podcast network for makers
3: Hi, this is Craig. I'm just jumping in to let you know that we, we couldn't use the first 10 minutes of this week's show. The audio was unusable. We're using a new system and a new setup. We're still getting used to it. So we've had to scrap that first 10 minutes so it's going to fade in to the rest of the show, which I think is is, is a bloody good show this week as well. Um, if, you, if you do really want to see those first 10 minutes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, uh, which is Knife Talk, and you'll be able to see the full show live with video. Um, but aside from that, we hope you enjoy the show. Because we use Spotify or Apple Music, we you know, we get this little tiny image. Yeah. Um, so that's the whole idea for the show. But uh, thanks for listening. It was fun. Whilst, I enjoyed we're, it. whilst we're circle jerking and talking about each other's podcasts, I'm um, I listened to, to yours. Jer- today. I'm looking
2: forward to circle jerking.
3: <laughs> I I listened to yours today with Josh. And
2: Josh sorted his shit out. That was good audio. It was good. Josh was good. Josh was real good. It was, uh, it got real, uh, it was interesting. It was interesting hearing about his life and, and stuff like that. And the fact that his dad was a professor at RISD, which is like, I mean, I don't think people realize that that has a giant influence on his life. I mean, imagine being the, your parents being the professor of the, you know, industry standard art Mm. school, you know, it's like, how can that not rub off on you? So it was really kind of neat. And it was really good dude. Yeah, But I, I was, know that you, I don't mean to, I don't mean to, I don't mean to, uh, I feel sorry for, I'm sorry, if I feel, Not. I don't feel sorry for you both, but I feel sorry for you both because my health is fucking good. You both make <laughs> fun of my age. You both make fun of my age. <laughs> you but, got that tiger blood running through you. Oh, I got the blood results back. I'm fucking... I'm fighting. I'm fighting my own genetics. On my father's <laughs> side, it's high cholesterol. My cholesterol is perfect. On my mother's side, it's all diabetic. I'm not even pre-pre diabetic. My sugar's perfect. Everything is good except for one of my liver enzymes is a little high. So I'm like drinking some dandelion tea, and I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna go back in in October. I lost a pile of weight. My, I'm fucking feeling good. My my doctor was real. I got a real good message that like he doesn't usually get people coming in after 10 years and every, especially, you know, I hadn't seen him, I haven't done this blood testing in about know, 10 years. And he's like, I don't usually see people get better. So without yeah, you're like, mutating, you're like a, like a fucking ninja turtle. I, I hate to tell you this. I hate to tell you <laughs> this, but I'm not, I'm staying away from all the bullshit. And I, and I, and I, I, I treated it. I, I had it, I planned it. Uh, it was two months ago. And then I said, okay, this is my goal. And I was very disciplined and prepared going into my checkup. And it paid off. And I'll tell you one thing is that is the key. That's the key. is And it makes you feel like you have control over your life. And I'm not going to be woo-woo and stuff like that. But I was like, that's the most... I was very pleased that I'm now I, I used to make jokes really my dad died of cancer you, you know and so I used to think well that's I'm just going to end up getting it now I'm completely like fuck that if I can fight <laughs> off the other shit in my family I'm going to fight this off too so we're going to we're going to keep going um, I'm really really I'm pleased with my blood results and uh, my wife was really pleased too and cool yeah the old man is the old man is in good shape, guys. I hate, well, you've I hate been, to you've break been, the news to you. I hate to break the news to you. You've been knocking them out this week. I saw those pictures of um, the amount of knives that you've had lined up. Jesus. I have 31 knives. And here's the funny thing. So today, it's th- it's Friday. And uh, Tony came down today. And I just went berserk. And I got 31 knives. All they need are the sheaths and the product sheaths and the, bl- and the edges. And they're all ready to go out. I'm really keeping... Listen, Bentham Five. I've never said I'm a vegan, and I will not be a vegan. But if you're in the chat, just this. For some reason, people seem to think I'm a vegan. I'm not a vegan. I'm just not eating a lot of cheese. I'm not eating a lot of meat. That's about it. All right, back to it. So I got all this shit done. These knives look great, and I'm cutting away the I'm cutting away the old orders, and it's really we see the light. We see the light, and I am like Tony, I'm gonna take some pictures and post them. He's like, you are not posting anything. Do not post anything (laughs) because that's what gets us into trouble. So I'm on a no posting. I can't, I got to take pictures of them all, but I can't post any of them until we're all done. And then we're going to start to implement this new move where we're going to be making a pile and then selling them as we make them. And then, uh, we're like, he was super, he came in here, we had a little lunch and he was just like, I feel, I feel the, 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 we're going to get there. So I have about another, 20 knives to start and finish. And then we're going to be doing uh, our style. And then we're going to be doing it like making them and then you know putting them out and then selling them, which will be great. And then I started a new variation on um, watercolor drawings. And um, we're going to be selling them online. So I'm going to be doing some, uh, I, we're going to be selling them online. So, it's going to be great. So, we're going to have, I I figured out a different way to do drawings that makes it easy to ship and easy to make and easy to send. So, we're going to put those online. And then Tony and I started revisiting the book. Revisiting the book. Nice. And just to let you know, I have to, I, I can't, I'd be remiss to not say this. In the chat room is one of the, on the new episode, the new issue of Blade Magazine, Neil Camamora. congratulations to Neil Camamora, making the making the cover of Blade Magazine with a John Ariane hammer, Sunset 4G NJ, and he I posted about it, and he said, "Well, oh, this isn't the first time I've been on a magazine." And he actually, when I was on the cover of a magazine, in the Hudson Valley, I had one of his hammers too. So, congratulations to John <laughs> Ariani. He's uh, his hammers have graced the cover of a number of magazines. <laughs> um, you know, I we were talking about your podcast
3: uh, there, and what I really liked about this episode was you listed some of um, Josh's work. Because I'm not on Instagram that much anymore, so it was good for me to just go and have a look at it. And I wanted to bring one up because it's just incredible. So I've got, I've got it here, so those in the chat room can see it. Ah, uh, um, yes, it's that sort of. I think it's space and time or something like that. He called it. It was
2: you are here,
3: you are here, and it's just you got these here. planets, and it's just got these the layers that all sort of sweep in. In it's, it's a beautiful piece that, and it? Well, it really is. When
2: we what what, I tr- what we tried to do, and it wasn't really planned out, it just happened to be. I took three of his knives that were that had similarities but it was more about how he goes about it and how he his his knife making is totally different from mine or from Mm. yours where he has these concepts and then he has these he's basically doing a a visual story. So like it's hard to make that transition with knife making and sculpture. And he's been able to do it. So we were able to kind of talk about his work from a conceptual standpoint, which is different than what you normally see from knife making. And it became fun because he and I speak that art critique language and it was really kind of neat to kind of explore <laughs> where he where he got the ideas and came from it. So that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Even
3: when you say an art critique, you start stroking your chin, even as you said it.
2: <laughs> no i didn't you're doing it now <laughs> wow well, i mean i'm holding my i'm holding this i'm holding my neck up above the camera see got you oh okay. no it was great and okay. um yeah it's great dude and uh, next week is the one year anniversary of the full blast podcast and i will have fingers crossed we'll have the entire well not the entire we'll have the modern forge team so jesse cliff and john will be on Uh, The Full Blast Podcast. Episode 52. Congratulations. One a week for a whole year. That's amazing. No breaks. No breaks. breaks. It's been fun. It's been fun.
3: Cool. Well, let's have a little uh, word from one of our sponsors.
4: Knife Talk is sponsored by Even Heat, the manufacturers of the finest heat treat ovens available. To find your next oven, go to evenheat-kiln.com.
3: Evenheat-kiln.com. And remember, we can get you a discount too. with Soul Ceramics, who are a distributor of Even Heats, we can get you $75 off and free shipping in the US. Um, and you can spec out the machine exactly how you want it, whether it's a 110 or a 220, whether you want the, the, the bigger cabinet or not, um, by going to knifetalk.net forward slash heat. That'll take you to Soul Ceramics and it'll automatically apply those discounts for you as well. So make sure you're getting yourself an Even Heat and make sure you get it from Soul Ceramics because we can get you the best deals. Okay, do we have any? Hey, man, can I ask you a question? Marekko, would you like to take the first?
5: Yeah, this is uh, the time of the show where we answer your questions. Uh, let's see. The first question here is from Alex Loney. Uh, Alex, Alex Steele,
3: asking, asking us how to forge stuff. Oh, I get this all the time from him. <laughs> he's he's... a <laughs> fucking kid. <laughs>
5: uh, he says, I got a question. I Irish... read... <laughs> I recently started working as a full-time knife maker, and I'm wondering how you think the market of for custom knives will change in the future. It seems to me there's a bit of a custom knife trend right now, and I fear I might see a serious drop in orders in the next decade. So kind of projecting out, seeing mm. where like the industry is going to be going. What do you guys think? Jeff, do you want to go
2: first? I think that... I think that if you do standard things that look like other people's standard things and you don't create a story and you don't make it personalized, you're going to be washed away. And I think that I think that it's very important to – it's good to think about this. I have never once thought – the only time I ever think about somebody competing with me was if they directly ripped me off. But mm. then, I, then I, I don't worry about it. You know, I think that it's important to figure out a way to have people come to you, not Mm. just like if you're if you're like, you know, I make the joke. It's like being, you know, being in like a convention, a burger, a hamburger convention, and you're trying to sell your burger next to another (laughs) burger guy. You have to figure out why people are going to come to you directly. You know, you're not talking about bidding wars. You're not talking about like, you know, we got to like, I mean, I. You know the restaurants. The restaurants who reach out to Craig or reach out to everybody else who makes steak knives, they are competing against each other because these restaurants don't care. But if you're talking about a single knife person who wants, I want a Neil Kimamura knife or I want a Moriko Mamasi knife, you're not going to have to worry about that as long as you stay relevant. That's what I think.
5: Yeah. No. Yeah. To add to that, Seth Godin. Uh, God, I can't remember which book it is. Um, but he's got a lot of really great marketing books, and one of the things that I really took away from um, what he writes about is that when people are buying things, um, part of it, you know, obviously part of it is the quality of the product, the actual product, physical product itself. What does it look like? How does it perform? Blah, blah, blah. But like Jeff was just saying, it's about also the person. And when people are buying things, they're buying things that they see as a reflection of themselves. So if you tell your story around your product, your philosophy, around your design and and your process, people will connect with that. Giving giving people something to connect to also will help keep you kind of more relevant. Instead of just being somebody who pumps out product, all they're seeing is when all they have to compare basically is price, the cheapest price is usually going to win. But... If you have more to offer, like a philosophy and, and and all that kind of stuff, along with that, a narrative, a story about who you are, where you come from, why you do this, that is going to get people to say, t- take the the price and look at it a second time and be like, do I actually relate more to that person? Is that more of a reflection of who I am? Um, and they're probably likely going to go with you if they if they if it matches up with them.
3: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, actually. That whole, we've now all got these, you know, we've got our own platforms everybody has where they can tell their story. Um, and, you know, whether it's a story of an individual knife like Josh was doing with those special knives that he has or, you know, as yourself, as a maker. Everybody has this platform now which, you know, we can compete with much, much bigger brands um, without the cost of, of this sort of marketing. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more. But But I also think with regards to the styles of knives and how the market will change. I think sort of manufacturing techniques and equipment is coming down in cost and becoming more available to everybody. So I think within a couple of years, um, I'd like to think that I'll have a laser here which would cut up my blanks for me. Um, you know, and, and I could I can do one off designs very quickly and run off ten, you know, just quickly press the button, get them off, get them done. Um and I think that's gonna become a lot more commonplace. You know, a lot of us already have, you know, water jet or laser cut, you know, blanks made to speed things up. Um, but I think we are, a lot of us will have more tools like that in our own shop. So we we can become small sort of manufacturing facilities. Um, that doesn't mean that the, the quality needs to suffer, um, but it does mean that we can maybe iterate quicker and that kind of thing. So I think maybe we'll see more of that sort of thing in, in the future. Um, sure. Yeah, you know, that, that kind of thing excites me because that's the kind of stuff that I'm really into. There's always gonna be a place for, you know, traditional forging and and, and that that's great. But you know, f- from my side of things, I, I can see things changing changing maybe
2: that way. If you yeah. look at yeah. traditional jobs, they're all starting to change. Like I remember back in when I was a kid, you know, having it taxi cab companies had medallions on their cabs the medallions were an investment, like to be able to have a taxicab, I mean, it was hundreds of a hundred thousand dollars, something like crazy. Yeah. And it it was, you couldn't be, you know, and then when all of a sudden Uber came in, they took away all this business, you know, and it's the same thing with Instagram. If you think about all these marketing companies are gone, you know, and you look at even you even look at how people are day trading, it's your, your your people are st- starting to stay away from like Morgan Stanley and all these places and all these traditional businesses are being taken away. What is the stuff that stays? It's, it's the stuff that's a value and it's a person. It's something that can't be replaced. Like a service can be replaced, you yeah. know. But like something that uh, something that you're making that's unique can't really be replaced. So if you were to think about it that way instead of being worrying about like I get I don't get I don't get hung up on like. You know, I talked to some people about the knife market and stuff like that, but I don't get fucking, I don't get too hung up on that because like, I still see this from a different standpoint in terms of like, I try to see it more like creating, you know, an object that's unique to yourself. If you want to call it sculpture, we'll call it sculpture. You want to call it art. We'll call it art. Doesn't whatever it does means to keep it, you know, of value. And I think that, I think that it, you know, we'll see. I mean, the internet's fucking new, dude. And everything's kind of falling apart, you know? So it's like, you know, who yeah. knows? Maybe, uh, maybe people will have their food chewed for them pretty soon. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, who would have thought that most of our business is coming from, you know, a shitty little app, which, you know, Instagram, like we talked about last week. Most people, that, that's their entire marketing strategy, and it really is for me, and, it, you know, to be honest, it probably is for most people. Um, who would have thought that would have been the case, you know, 15 years ago? So, you know, as to what's around the corner... I don't know. I mean, if you take Mareko being on the you know, the Joe Rogan podcast, I'm sure that was a huge spike for him, but that wouldn't have happened, you know, maybe fifteen years ago because those things didn't exist. It's yeah, I just think you need to be able to sort of roll with the punches and pick up what's new, quickly decide what works for you and what doesn't,
5: and you know, and commit. Right. That's a good question. Well and something else I feel I feel like a lot of people <sighs> especially, I don't know, some of the makers I talk to, they worry that the the, the bottom's going to drop out, basically, of the number of people interested in buying custom-made knives. But the, I think that, that maybe makes sense, you know, like even like 10 or 15 years ago, like Craig was saying, you know, before Instagram or any of these other apps, you really had to rely on a very small market or, or like a collection of, or group of collectors, high-end collectors. Um, and you had to go, you had to go to the shows to be seen or be in blade magazine. And now you have the opportunity to do that through social media all on your own. Um, and honestly, like with, you know me being on Joe Rogan's podcast forged in fire all these other different things they they're the i guess cultural conscience uh, basically is becoming more aware and every day thousands of people are discovering that custom handmade knives are a thing i think it's just going to keep growing and honestly you know i you know there's millions there's millions of people in the world who would love to buy or own a custom handmade knife You know, I don't think, at least in the United States, you know, I would be amazed if more than a hundred thousand handmade, custom handmade knives were being made in a year. That's not going to satiate that demand in any short term period at all. And a lot of those people are repeat customers. They come back, they buy one from Jeff, then they buy one from Craig and they buy one from Doghouse for They buy one from, you know, they buy multiple knives too at the same time. Yeah. There's lots of, there's a there's a giant pool out there. And so I think,
2: don't tell her, I don't think the tell biggest the thing. Don't tell the listeners. Tell it it's all dried up. <laughs> it's all d- 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 keep them keep 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 nervous. nervous. Keep them nervous. Keep them
5: nervous. Who, the, the other makers or the potential yeah. collectors? No, collector? keep the listeners
2: nervous. Keep the listeners nervous. Have them go into plumbing. <laughs> you know, Have them go into something yeah. else. You know, and Stay all away right. from hammer making too, everybody. <laughs> you know, I'm looking
3: at the chat here, and it's great to see that people are asking questions, and people in the chat are answering those questions. So it's like it's like this whole forum going on at the moment. they will be helping each other, which is amazing. So, yeah. um, if you want more of that, there is a Discord server as well um, for Knife Talk, um, where a lot of this happens. People have questions, and and the others will answer. Um, people can sell their knives, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so if you're into Discord, go take a look. Um, Jeff, do you want to take the next question?
2: This next one comes from uh, one of our, one of our uh, co-workers. It's Holly Loftus. Hmm. Loftus. She gets mad at me because I say Loftus. It's loftus. loftus. She got real mad at me. It's Loftus. Holly Loftus says, I need something really long, hot, and slow. I forged two knives recently. Too hot for too, too, hot for too long. And they got crusty with decarb and scale buildup, getting mashed up in between the uh, into the blade. But I love the ease of forging super hot and taking my time. I want to know if there's a mono steel I can use for forged blades where I can take my time a bit more than the usual sandmeyer Damascus I work with, which uh, which would give me the ease of being able to forge sizzling hot, but not end up. With a crusty baguette style knife, so she's looking <laughs> for a, a steel that can that can. She likes to she likes to hit it hot, and she doesn't like she doesn't want to. It's cooling down. So you don't want to you don't want to burn it up,
5: Morocco. That's all you. Oh, was that for me? Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, I mean. I think part of the reason a lot of makers like to, especially forgers, like to start with carbon steel, people are in the chat are already saying uh, some suggestions, but they like to start with blade, uh, blade steel that has a higher carbon content um, because they are anticipating some of that carbon loss through the forging process. And so if you start with a higher carbon content, even with like a W1 or 1095, 52100, 80CRV2, like some of the people are saying, you know. You're going to end up... Your final product is going to have plenty of carbon. In it. As long as it has, honestly, more than 0.6% uh, uh, by weight carbon um, in the steel afterwards. And it would take a long time. It would take a long time to cook your steel down to that. Um, then then you're going to be good. You're going to get solid hardness uh, in the steel and all that goodness. So, so But yeah, adcrv rv 2 Crew Forge V is another one, but it's kind of a bitch to forge by hand. Um, 1095, W2, W1, I think those are all really good steels, 52100 that have high carbon content. So by the time you're done, you've still got plenty of carbon in the blade and, uh, and a decent product to still put out there.
2: Cool, cool. Anything to add to that, Jeff? I think you should take a blacksmithing class. I think you should go down to Alex, Alex poll and take a blacksmithing class. Mm. I think that you're going to, I, I, the, 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 I don't, I just don't necessarily think you need to get it so hot that it's like, you know, I just don't, I don't necessarily think that that's always the case. Mm. I think you need to like, I think she's also probably, I'm making the assumption that she's making more than one knife at a time. So then she, so then the last one's getting crusty, you know what I mean? Oh, I see. Like multiple blades in the forge. I mean, if you're production forging, wouldn't you do that? You wouldn't make one blade at a time. And that puts you in the back. Because I've done, when I do, anytime I do forging, I never do one at a time. And I know that sure. feeling. I know that feeling. Is, is it is it sitting in there too long? And yeah. I would think either there there must be a better way than keeping it in a forge you know because if you're working on three different knives at the same time and then by the time yeah. especially for the re- rebound heat what are you talking 2 minutes not even 2 right. minutes before you get to a forging heat again i think this is the biggest problem with the with production blacksmithing is that time management because you really do not have a lot of time before you go over the over the overboard and right. I think that's more of an issue than being hot is being able to is being able to manage your time and the time of how much you have in the forge. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, and maybe it's actually,
5: it sh- she likes to work hot. And my guess would be, cause she wants a lot of time outside of the forge to get work done, but maybe it's actually going the other way and bringing that, temperature of the forge down a little bit so that as she cycles from one knife to the next to the next, by the time she gets to the third one, it's not sitting there having been cooked to hell and back, you know, maybe it's had that, you know, it's had whatever five minutes to sit there and soak and come up to a a decent forging temperature, but it's not so hot that it's cooking the shit out of the blade. And so she can just keep working that if that's how she's, if she's doing like a production forging cycle like that. Or couldn't
2: you um, also like put like a baffle in there? Like if you put like a, a steel pipe in the forge, wouldn't that kind of calm down the extreme heat of being? I know that when uh, I did that y- with, yeah. uh, if you put like a pipe, a thick wall pipe in the forge. and then you I think that'll mind... give you like an even
3: heat, but it won't, uh, if you pardon the pun, um, but it won't sort of, reduce the heat It'll sl- over time it'll still heat up to that same amount
2: it'll slow it. it down a little bit uh, yeah maybe yeah maybe yeah maybe turn yeah. your maybe turn your maybe turn the forge down a little bit too
5: ben the man in, in the chat is saying alternatively forge thick and grind thin the problem with that is that holly does a lot her what really makes her i think what makes her work stand apart uh is that she does a really great job forging to f- like Really close to final dimensions, so she has a really nice brute to forge aesthetic on her work, and so you can't really get away with forging thick and grinding thin at that point. You got it, and so that's and that's probably what's happening is she's getting down to those final dimensions, really close. She wants it to be really clean. She does, She's working out any kind of wonkiness, maybe that happens, that just naturally happens in the forging process, straightening out the blade. But all of that takes time, and that's time in the forge and
2: and cool. her work is very small so it's going to heat up much faster. Yeah. Right. What if you had your four what if you had your even heat kiln set to 1300, 1400, 1300 and then and just
5: sitting there hovering at like a subcritical temperature.
2: Why not? And then as you're yeah, working, as you're working, you have it at 1300, you got five of them in the oven and then as you're working, you just take one out at a time. And then put it back in the forge and it's just hovering at a heat that you can work on that one piece for a longer period of time. And then you're still, everything's still working the same. And then you can kind of siphon them in and out. Holly. I'd be worried about the electrical bill. <laughs> she don't worry about the electrical. She's, she's got so much money. It's like coming out of her ears. Don't worry about her. Don't worry about Holly. She's all right.
3: Yeah. Ben the man, you need to go follow Loftus Knives. That's Holly. Yeah. Um and she does incredible work. So yeah, go take a look. And she's she's
2: our she's our uh she's our fill in. She's, she's our fill in for the stuff. show. Yes, yes. <laughs> she's she's the Ellen of the show. Not Ellen. Ellen just got canned. I so. did Actually, I did just not see Ellen. That, yeah. As she I said Ellen. that, what the hell am I talking about? Yeah, why did you say that? <laughs> Ellen just got you're canned? Right. You're right. Yeah, they're done with her. They had it with her nonsense. <laughs> oh, boy. Ellen DeGeneres, God bless her. But it's like, you can't tell people that you're a nice, wonderful, sweet woman and then treat the people <laughs> in your show like shit and expect people not to say anything. You can't do it, and now they're at it with her, and they're giving her the old heave ho, or she doesn't want to do it, or who knows what the fuck. Yeah, trying to bow out gracefully. Grateful knives when, wants to know when she's coming on the show again. I have asked Holly to come on the full blast podcast. Oh, stop oh, pimping that show, will you, Jesus? Well, I, she can come on this podcast or that podcast, whatever she wants. She's she's she'll at some point maybe she will, maybe she won't. I promise I wouldn't keep asking her, so I won't ask her. Cool, cool. Okay, you did awesome. mention um, doing a,
3: a a class with Alex Paul. Um, well, Alex's bitch has also sent in a um, a question. Steve Moonshine Metalworks.
4: bitch. bitch. He says, "Steve, Steve? Um, oh my
2: god."
3: Are there any other makers or <laughs> artists, creators out there you would either love to see getting into knife making because you think they'd have an interesting angle on it, or that you think would be hugely successful due to their pre-existing skills and talents? That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, other makers that you you would like to see maybe make knives?
5: Morocco? Um, any anybody you can think of? Honestly, actually, I've been trying to get my sister to become a knife maker. She does uh, a lot of jewelry work and she, she just has a very creative take on putting things together and all these uh, the jewelry she does is a lot of repurposing um, like antique hardware and jewelry. And then she incorporates uh, like these resin castings of animal skulls or, or uh resin casted insects or all that. It's just, I don't know. I think honestly, like it would be kind of along the li- lines of what Kay Foy is doing. Um, I really love Kay's stuff too, and I think my sister would fucking kill it. Honestly, mm. I think she'd be great. You want to get her in the shop for the day? She, yeah, she, actually, she's been in the shop. and She forged she, last time she was here. She forged out a bottle opener with me. Uh, she's deadly dapper designs on Instagram. She does some cool stuff, but yeah, I'd love to see her making knives.
3: Cool. Anybody you can think of, Jeff, um, you love their work, but they don't make knives and you'd like to see them make knives.
2: I think I think Leah Arapach would have a very... I think that forging knives would be a very easy transition for, for her because she's very meticulous in her work. she just spent a week down at the Center for Mental Arts. She's a, She loves blacksmithing. I think that she would be a very... I think she would have a, a, something very interesting to say. Definitely, um... Definitely uh, Leah Airpoch and, and you know what? Another thing is that I'd like a guy like my old teacher, uh, Fred Christ. Fred Christ was a traditional blacksmith. He was the lead guy for the Samuel Yellen, Yellen shop. And he has also, besides traditional Samuel Yellen style forging he does uh, contemporary art, contemporary sculpture. I would love to see something that he would do because, you know, he straddles the line, too, between classic blacksmith and modern artists. So it's... You know, I think that those two would be my choices.
3: Cool, cool. I mean, I don't have a background in blacksmithing or you know that kind of stuff, so I I haven't really got anybody unfortunately that I'd like to see. I I think we've got enough knife makers out there. I think we talked about this just a bit earlier. Nobody else makes knives. That's fine. That's fine. That's good. <laughs> what about what about Liam Gallagher? Sure. <laughs> Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Have that, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, we forgot to mention that if anybody um has questions for us, we're reading these out from, from Instagram. So these have been DM'd to us um throughout the week. Um so if you've got a question.
4: Contact us via DM at Knife Talk Podcast on Instagram.
3: It's that easy. It's that easy. Um Marekka, would you like to read the next one?
5: Yeah, I just was looking at that. All right, Tyler. Uh, sorry, Tyler Adric Knives. He I says no advice here. I think
2: it's Aldrick. I think I made a mistake. Yeah, I think it's Aldrick.
5: Okay. Uh I have no av- advice here. I'm seeing the super special secret Marco I'm see- sorry. I'm seeking the super special secret Marco has to hand sanding the S grind. Every time I've done it, I struggle to get the lower grit scratches out at the transition between the convex and the concave. Uh, It always washes out, and I lose the crisp definition between the two. Kisses, Tyler. All right. So, first off, Tyler, I don't worry. I never keep that line crisp, honestly, personally myself. Uh, Somebody who's really great at it is... um, Salem Straub actually is awesome at keeping that line nice and crisp. Andreas Kalani actually just did his first s grind. He did a really phenomenal job on his. But so when I do my s grinding, if you, for people who are watching the video and if you want to see this, you can go on YouTube and check out the video. But just I have my up hand the massive stick. sex toy. I don't know what he does with yeah. it. Yeah, but... it's swollen at one end. All right, all right, actually, it's all all at right. both ends.
2: We get more <laughs> criticism. <laughs>
5: Okay, so it's curved as you can see. It's not perfectly flat, so the curve is designed to get into that hollow. And I, you know, if I wanted to keep the lines really crisp, I would still use this. This is actually slightly uh, tighter of a of a curve than uh, the actual hollow. Um, that way, I can make sure that I'm getting all the different parts really nicely. Um, and so, I would just use a curved hand sanding stick for the hollow, and then either a flat hand sanding stick or a, I don't know that's a spongy or soft one uh, for the for the convex area but I wouldn't uh, I don't know I wouldn't I don't I don't worry about that crisp line I've I, I don't like it actually crisp
2: <laughs> could yeah. you if you were trying to get that crisp line would you yeah. sand, sand, sand the 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 the, 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 the S grind and then go on the outside of outside of the outside of it and to get that crisp line like go the, the the spine, the face, and the blade that's not part of the S-Grind? You know
5: what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm
2: All right, no, so I'm you're saying the S-Grind itself. <laughs> you're in the ditch. Yes. We're going to call it okay. the ditch. We're in the ditch. In and the, you finish, the, gr- you finish the, the ditch. Rut. Yeah. And then you go on the outside to mm-hmm. get that crisp edge. Could you do that? Yeah.
5: Yeah, I mean, and honestly, uh, Nick Wheeler... Uh, who we haven't mentioned on the show for a really long time, but he has a really great hand sanding video where he shows how he hand sands the clip or the swage along this along the top of his knife, his Bowie knives, and how he kind of manages that transition between the two. And honestly, I think you would approach that transition between the convex down into the hollow the exact same way. And and what Jeff was saying actually would be perfect, is that you you just Kind of, I would start by getting the hollow all cleaned out first and then focus on the convex. Cool, cool.
3: And if you're doing a lot of hand sanding, Jeff, what sandpaper would you use for that uh, hand sanding?
2: Are you crazy? Indossi USA's Renowet. That's the best stuff. I just went through a pile of it, but it wasn't really a pile of it because I'm getting such value out of each sheet that I'm not using as much sandpaper. And if you go to Texas Ferry Supply, you can get some rhino wet from Indossi usa to get that red line get yourself that 220 the 400 the 800 you'll be happy use it on the steel use it on the handle whatever you got put it in promo code knife talk 10 you get 10% off your order and they got other things like epoxy dye everyone's saying how do you get the color in the epoxy you'll get yourself some epoxy dye they have it they have <laughs> epoxy they got other stuff so texas ferry supply knife talk 10 and uh, get yourself that rhino wet from Indossi usa
3: do you often have the Golden Girls ringing you up asking you how you get the color in your epoxy?
2: The <laughs> that sounded like you, the old one from the Golden Girls. The stand. Golden, golden girl. You have no idea. People slip into my DMs. I don't know what it is about. I think it's younger people, but they don't take for granted the internet. So if you're looking for, there's not that. You mean like mint. Google? <laughs> like, like here's when you're buying knife supply stuff. Yeah, oh oh we, have a, call. we have a call. They got
3: just a up. second.
6: Just a second.
3: Hello. You're on Knife Talk. Who are you? How can we help?
6: Hello, it's uh Lorian calling from uh Vancouver Island again. Greg, how are you?
3: I'm very oh, good. Lorian from uh, is it Lorian
6: Knives? Yeah, uh Lorian Design,
3: yeah. Lorian Designs. How can we help you? What's up?
6: Well, um, last time we talked, fortunately, it didn't air because uh, I was super confused. Actually, I was listening to you on Jeff's show while listening to the night talk. So um, I wow. was a little off my game last time I called. <laughs> um, no. But since cents.
3: I, I remember you called and that was in the, the missing show, the show that didn't air because right. we had terrible audio issues. Um, yeah. So I think I know what you're going to be talking about, but the, the audience haven't heard it, so so go ahead.
6: Well, it's good because uh, I've actually done something instead of just come up with a harebrained scheme. Cool. I've done a harebrained thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I started a uh, collaborative and open um, playlist on Spotify called Knife Talk.
3: Okay, cool, cool. So people okay. can add the music that they listen to while they're in the shop and... That kind of thing.
6: Yeah, and I was thinking it would be kind of a cool sort of, not a social experiment, but kind of, you know, see what, you know, knife makers are listening to, and then you can spin off and make your own playlist out of there. And yeah. So I that, think that's bump, why I was called.
3: Bump and Grind, R. Oh, Kelly. I think everybody listens to that when they're grinding. That's the only thing you can listen to, <laughs> surely. If you, I, I, whether or not he's cancelled I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But uh so so what kind of stuff are you listening to in the shop?
6: Um, You know... It's really eclectic, actually. It's uh, you know, I, I I like everything. I got like I like classics. I like you know, uh, rap. Uh, I it's it's hard to even say like specifically, but it's it's a pretty wide range. Anyway, I've, I've put in a few songs in that playlist, and cool. You know, I plan on putting in a few more. So that'll you know, if if you're curious about what I'm listening to, just go there now and cool. <laughs> you'll find a few. Well, DM us the
3: the URL for the playlist um i'll put it oh. in the sh- i'll put it in the show notes and if anybody's listening who's interested in what other people listen to whilst they're whilst they're working away um they can go and subscribe to that playlist and they can add their own tracks all that kind of thing cool cool thanks very Lauren, much for calling
2: laurian wait 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 yeah. laurian is it yeah, like sure. a is it yeah. like is the cover like um a cat like a kind of a garbage pail kid is it like a a like the president and the, with his head exploding or something—is that the cover
6: of the playlist? Um, yeah. I think there's like a, some. There's an Iggy Pop. But there's a, there's a few different uh, album covers. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll find a uh, like a proper Knife Talk cover.
2: Oh, because there's an artist. It. There's an artist called Knife Talk. Really? What? It's fucking weird. There's. I was just one on Spotify, <laughs> and there's. You have to look it up, Craig. You have to look it up. It is like. I'm like, what did Lauren-, Lauren? is a weirdo. This is a bizarre. <laughs> this is so bizarre. No, that is true. No, 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 I don't think this is that you. Is I'm true. like, this is, go ahead, Craig. We'll go ahead and look it up. But I mean, I in regards it. to Spotify, look up the artist it's knife talk, one word. Wow. It's weird, right? Yeah. How wow. you describe it? Okay. No, a- it's like a garbage pants.
3: Knife party. I've heard of the knife party band. Yes, yeah. And we've just had somebody in the in the chat actually. Uh Faraz. um has said he's gonna flood it with Taylor Swift. That's not a bad thing. I'm sure myself and Marek will be quite happy with that. Yeah. I, hey, I
6: everything is welcome. I think, you know, like whatever you like, you should put in there.
3: Cool. Cool. Well we will do. DM me the the playlist URL. Um I'll make sure I put it in the show notes, show notes, and yeah, everybody can add and
2: contribute. That'll
6: be cool. Cool, I will do. Thank you all for what you do. Nice. Thank you very much for calling.
2: Bye-bye. All right, take Be- care. Bye. Because your 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 new podcast on Spotify, I decided to stay on Spotify and I listened to The Rolling Stones Sticky Finger Figures album and right. let it bleed fucking good ones. all I can think of is like Craig's got to get a hold of Mick Jagger and he can, like, I've find never out been what he the was, Stones I've never, nah, oh, I've dude, never gone. Sticky dude like oh the both of yeah. you you can keep <sighs> Taylor. <laughs> there's like Swift, five songs I like of theirs get the fuck <laughs> out of here you guys have got to listen to <laughs> Sticky Fingers Sticky Fingers is such a great album god damn you both yeah oh, n- never uh, you know, maybe that's why you both are in such a great shape no, don't listen to. <laughs>
3: Look at the guns on that. That's right, baby. Don't forget. <laughs> don't forget.
2: You have little sticky fingers, and it's good for your blood. That's what I hear. Uh-huh. Okay. That's okay. Well, what? Jeff. You, you, you and a- Mullins with me. I'm telling <laughs> you. I uh, I'm have Leonard, five takes. You've got some hot eggs. T- Let me take one more
3: from Leonard Peten. Um Hey, Mark Nasher. After finishing my knife and letting it sit for a couple of days the smallest step between the and the spine of the blade appears and i've absolutely no idea why this happens and he said as a note i'm already sweat stabilized wood um uh, because regular wood would shrink sometimes what am i doing wrong um uh, it's driving me nuts um so is it i think it's leonard peterman um so it sounds to me as if the stabilizing isn't working, or you know, that the wood is probably still shrinking or distorting in some way. Um, why that gap is in you know, later on, oh, uh, I would wonder if your maybe your epoxy isn't sticking, and then I'd wonder if you using any sort of mechanical fastener, um, which I'd suggest doing like a Corby bolt. Um, but the obvious one there really is probably maybe the stabilization isn't working. Um, have you come across that, Maraca, where uh, you know? Not a day or two later things are coming undone a bit
5: yeah like the next day honestly um and i think some of it just has to do also with just your ambient humidity can cause things to fluctuate pretty dr- dramatically um it's surprising i've even i've caused handle material to either swell up or shrink back down depending on how i'm treating it just within a couple hours honestly hmm. um and that's that's always going to be a potential issue with natural materials, even if it's been stabilized. Honestly, that's it's just part of the part of the nature of natural, especially wood. Uh, and the yeah. softer the wood, the more likely it is to do that. Um, and there's not there's not much to do about it other than trying to adjust for that. Or <laughs> I don't know, yeah, I don't know. Either make sure the wood is really dry before you even start. Grinding it, making sure also that you're grinding with sharp belts, you know, overheating the material can cause f- fluctuation, not necessarily in the moment, but over time, um, especially if the belts are too dull and they're putting a lot of heat into the material. Um, yeah. So I would, yeah, it's, I think it's, unfortunately, it's just part of the nature um, of natural or especially wood materials, natural materials.
2: I agree. Yeah even stabilized wood, I've had stabilized, I've had professionally stabilized wood and it moves. I've also had non-stabilized wood, it hasn't moved. Yeah. It's to the point where I want to just not, as uh, Francesco, Francesco Mucci just says, just don't use wood. Trust me, I'm trying to get rid of it. I would love to just not <laughs> use wood at all because for so, I've had batches of, like I said, professionally stabilized wood that i have got at Blade Show. I've gotten some fruity wood from Blade Show and it moves and it, I mean, it moves, you know? So it's like, it's annoying and I don't want that, so.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit Parker.com/purpose. Parker: Engineering Your Success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing
7: with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
2: Oh, yes. Griffin Handmade Knives is is, uh, talking about something that I've had. Finding pieces not dyed all the way through, more than anything from suppliers, uh, not being done intentionally for sure. I have bought double-dyed wood. Where it's red and yellow, and I've cut through it, and there is no red inside. It's all yellow, yeah. and it's like, it it's like oh, you wow. can't sell that piece of wood. You know, I sold the piece of wood as a handle, and then when I started cutting through it, it's different. You know, and it's I mean that's just this the way it is. I mean, you obviously can't see that stuff, but I'm starting to slowly, slowly, you know, like, you know, kill the doubt and get rid of, get rid yeah. of all the wood
3: i mean stabilizing I it, depends depends on where you are in the world as well so as well as the equipment that you've got um i think the closer you are to the equator you can pull more power or no it's, it's something like sea level the closer you are to sea level you can pull more pressure um and the higher you are you, the less pressure you can pull it's something like that. it's something weird um but another thing that can tell you store in your wood as well so um if you've just got it in your shop. And, you know, it's the change of the seasons or, you know, it's, it's, it's Um You want to make sure it's fully dried. What I've got here, I just got an old, um, like a, I fitted it with a little heater and I've got a little thermostat in there. So it, all year I store my wood in there and it'll stay at, at 20 degrees C all the time. Um, and I keep my resins in there as well and epoxies because that's like the ideal temperature for them. Um, so that's something to, con- to consider as well if you're... If you're just buying in wood um, and using it immediately, you don't be nat, so that, So it's liable to sort of maybe twist and warp as well. So you want to, You want to hold it at a steady temperature for some time um, to make sure it's stable um, before using it. And particularly if you're going to stabilize it as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's. I, I use less and less wood um, for that reason. And the, you know, even the best stabilise. Sometimes it's still going to happen. Unfortunately, it's just just one of those things. Jeffrey, did you say we have some... How about some hot takes?
2: Yes, I do have some hot takes. And I actually have some... You know, I tell people, and we—it's everyone says, don't tell me about hot takes, we know all about it. But a hot take is uh, deliberate, provocative commentary uh, that is uh, based entirely on shallow moralizing. I'm going to give you a couple examples of decent hot takes that I came up with, and if by all means... Uh, Craig and Mareko, if you have hot takes, uh, here would be a hot take. Um, if you're use, if you're against using jigs, you better not have a fence on your table saw. <laughs> right? Quite true. <laughs> That's a hot take. Yeah. You can't, yeah. you, you got to, and you get the router bit, the router that you're using, you got to take off that guide. You got to, you got to free ball it. You got to free ball that. You've got, you've got a
3: platinum on your grind. Wow. That, that's that's a jig. Get be. rid
2: of it. <laughs> get rid of it. You got platinum, work rest. Get rid of it. Yeah, hold that shit. And then uh, here's another one. And this has been driving me crazy. Um, making vitamins into gummy bears is the greatest condescending health delivery system of all time, and we should all be embarrassed. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, yeah. I now my family and I cuz now we're all like vitamin city. I my wife and I have to I mean, we have like a vitamin D deficiency or something like that. We we're out of the sun cuz I'm I'm worried about skin cancer. So we she got gummy we got gummy bears all, all you know like gummy vitamin this, gummy vitamin that. I'm I'm it's like for dessert for me cuz I'm not eating any added sugar and I'm thinking <laughs> you know these motherfuckers are so smart. They know we're not going to take care of ourselves. So they're just going to make some shit You know, gummy bears, candy, and then put the vitamins in it. If you put if you put the the coronavirus vaccine into like a Snickers bar, everyone would be vaccinated. (laughs) It's like bacon, the fake bacon. It's like, but it's like eat eat proper bacon if you want bacon. Yeah, it's you know that if somebody was sitting in a boardroom and saying. These people aren't going to take vitamins. Let's sell them gummy bears, with the vitamins that they love. Gummy bears. You're right. Let's take advantage of how awful they are. And that's right. We should be embarrassed as humans, <laughs> but it's like, it's a delicious vitamin. Delicious vitamin. All right. So that's a hot take. Nice. This one comes from our friend switch. Steve Ovenshine. Love Steve. Steve makes uh, prop. Uh, he makes knives for movies. He made a knife for The Rock in one of his movies. Hot take: T-shirts without a pocket are children's pajamas. We're back on the t-shirt, true shirt train. <laughs> Jesus Christ! There is a huge spider here. It is the
3: biggest spider I've ever seen in my life. Are you scared? Oh, we're gonna watch he Craig lose his, his shit. shit. He's just gone behind my screen. <laughs> You—that was. Are that you was afraid the of more- spiders, Craig? I'm
2: not, sc- <laughs> I'd say I'm not scared of re-scared. spiders, but this thing was <laughs> fucking huge. Oh yeah. Big. Hot yeah. take. <laughs> Craig <didn't> like spiders. <laughs> right. You two carry God. on. I need, I need to
3: get rid of this thing. I'm in a little room here. You two carry on just a sec.
2: Oh, get the fuck out of here. Oh, that is embarrassing <laughs> to, the, to the to the listeners of the podcast. Craig has, ex- is, has exited the, the room because he's afraid of a little fucking spider. Because you know that thing ain't big. How big could the spiders in France actually be? Right. Come on. Not All right. Let me read. I mean, come on. This is in Australia. What a pussy. That is a pussy <laughs> thing to do, isn't he? He ain't here to, he's for, to defend himself. That is no, a pussy shit not. right there of spider. Of course, if a spider comes, so that would be great right now if there was like this little spider <laughs> right in I front of me. Hear, oh, there you he know. is. I can still hear you, but I'm just trying to. <laughs> with Did you hear me, boy? Just a second. Did you hear me call you a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> You're, don't he worry, Craig. Family. There's, uh, there's everyone's. Worry. Come to Australia, Craig. You big sock, sook. Okay. Um, <laughs> this one comes from Stu Lind. Hot take: There is an H in the word aesthetic. God damn it, America. He's gone. I guess. I get. Did you get it? I don't know where he went. I can't find him. Did you get the gun? It was huge. <laughs> yeah. It come on, huge. man. How big can the spiders in France be? It was about that big. Seriously. Get the fuck it's out of here. It's going to crawl up your leg now at some point. <laughs> penis size. Oh, boy. It is as big as a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> you got a spider the big as wiener. That's how you know how small it is. You got a, you got a small penis, and the spider is just as big. <laughs> okay. JD Custom Knives says, here's a hot take. 80 grit is not a respectable finish grit for any knife handle. It's going to look terrible, but will be nice and grippy, and that's not a good marketing strategy. Kenzie aaron of the young maker podcast the young right? makers podcast yes yeah he says uh here's my hot take folding steel makes it stronger i think he was being sarcastic <laughs> buster cooey says here's my hot take tiktok is the mullet of social media <laughs> agreed <laughs> agreed love the show <sighs> Garrett Carper says, hot take, appetizer- appetizers should be called de-appetizers. You eat so many of them, you're no longer hungry for the main course. <laughs> nice. Garrett Carper has no self-control. <laughs> Noah, Vash- uh, Noah Custom Knife says, here's a hot take. Jeff's K-tip isn't actually eight inches. Oh. Yeah. Not the joke, not the laughs you were expecting, was it there, Noah? I'm with you. (laughs) (laughs) De-evolution. Another wiener joke. You can't do two wiener jokes back to back. De-evolution 514 says, here's a hot take. Most EDC knives people possess are actually expensive box cutters. Uh, ger knives. Here's a hot take. Laser engraving on knives will be the next cross-fitted knife making fuck you. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Spider is not back. Okay. He says just kidding. Peace and love, Rachel. <laughs> Running Man Forge with the last minute hot take says wrapping sandpaper around a file to hands and a blade is not like using a condom. Dangerous. <laughs> and then the last hot take from Aru, Aru Blade Works hot take. I'm with you is from Brian House. So, I was he was taking shots at <laughs> me. You stole that from Brian House, didn't you? That, that's his uh, catchphrase. He's, he's got some harebrained notion that I got high with you from him. But I mean, that's clearly not correct. But, you, but like most knife makers, feel free to steal it from me. I'll figure something else out. <laughs> I ain't too worried about you. I ain't too worried about Brian's the man. God bless you. You want to use oh, it? Oh, we've got Go a call. Ahead. We've got a call. Let's see who this is. Just a
3: second. It's a spider. Is this the spider? <laughs> Who's on the line? Who could this be?
4: Don't hang up on me.
3: I, don't, what, you John,
4: don't you unsubscribe for me
2: yet. One of my favorite people. I'd never hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is this is cover the cover man. The and cover the man of, yeah, listen, the cover man of Blade Magazine. I, know, I love this. Yeah.
3: yeah, he's a big deal. He's got his, he's <laughs> got his <laughs> cute kid with him as well, so yeah. hang so
4: out. You can't be too mean to me,
3: Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just calling to say hi. I've got nothing else to say. <laughs> That's, time hi. Have you been watching the show on YouTube too? I've,
4: I was, I've been in and out. I don't have YouTube read, so it's like every time I close it to text someone back or you know, whatever, it, it like... Log me out and log
2: me back in. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I've been in it. Yeah. Cool. So so would you... Get out of here. John, would you... <laughs> John, would you say that... What's up? Would you say... John, would you say that you... Would you say that you're... you? There are not that many custom hammer makers who get on Blade Magazine. Oh, I'm, I
4: might be one of the first. And Edible Hudson Valley, too. Let's not forget. <laughs>
2: Congratulations. Let's not forget I'm,
4: probably the, I'm probably the only hammer to ever be on. cover oh
2: by all means yeah edible hudson valley you are definitely the <laughs> only hammer to be on on edible hudson and the, there was, yeah. there, was that epi- there was that um edition of Tattler as well wasn't there that you were in for a
3: while tackler T- I was, I was, What's it, tackler
4: was what? that <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying
3: you don't need to know jeff it's fine <laughs>
4: okay okay so what i'm, you've I'm co- trying to remember back a, a bunch of episodes ago when you were talking about what was it say the woman who was like perfect ten but the English version.
5: Perfect ten. The, the, the oh, like,
4: page five. It was like oh, page, page, five, three, page,
5: three. Yes. page three.
4: Page three. Page uh, three, Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to re- recall all that, but really quickly, but it just wasn't happening.
3: Yeah, the page three stunner. That's the uh, uh yeah, that's yeah. a very British thing.
4: So John, are you on
3: Jeff's podcast next week then for his um anniversary edition? We're
4: we're uh, we're booked. we're booked for it. We got we got mics. We did we did a sound test earlier, so Jeff doesn't yell at us again. Um, I got three sessions, both just in case we have to re-record several times. As, you know, as, as it goes. I wish I I wish I could see you, Jeff, to see whether you're laughing or not. But
2: I'm laughing. I'm laughing, I'm laughing. <laughs> through gritted teeth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm laughing. Yeah, yeah, cr- yeah. John. Punch John is nice wheel. enough. John is nice enough that we, we we had to redo an episode when he was on because it was just like something was wrong with the audio or something like that. So, it was, it was but awful. yeah, I'm psyched. I'm gonna have the whole. I'm gonna have uh, John, Jesse, and Cliff on uh, next week, so we'll have some fun.
4: Yeah, and that'll be fun too because it'll be an evening recording session, so it'll be a whole new dynamic.
2: <laughs> right, it'll be an evening, so the boys will be drunk. The boys yeah, it'll will be, be more like drunk. the
4: new the new night.
2: The new, he new, new, be the boy, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The boys will be drunk. I will not be drunk. The boys will be drunk. I'll be drinking dandelion tea to work <laughs> on my liver.
4: I'll, I'll drink, I'll drink for both of us. Yeah.
2: But Jeff's got the liver of a 14 year old girl. I think he's very proud
4: of. So, yeah. Hey, man. I should liver of a 14 year old girl too. Is it a... Solid black market
3: out here in New Jersey. <laughs> I'm with that. I think we're going to let you go, John. <laughs> All right, guys. Cheers. Thanks. Good one. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. You're
2: Bye. the man. John Ariani, ladies <laughs> and germs. Blacksmith to the stars. Hammer maker to the stars. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, on, uh, he's on hallowed ground.
3: <laughs> we're going to take um, some unsolicited advice in just a second. But before we do.
4: Combat Abrasives makes the world's best abrasive belts for knife makers. Available in any size at unbelievable prices. Go take a look at CombatAbrasives.com and get 15% off with promo code KNIFETALK15.
3: Do it now! Do it now! Fifteen percent off—that's a hell of a bargain. So we all use Combat Abrasives because they make the best abrasives. So make sure you get your discount at CombatAbrasives.com. Use Knife Talk fifteen. Okay. Do we have any? Fuck! This. Jeez, I'm going to get him. <laughs> Did you kill him? God. I think there's a family here. Just a sec. Sa- I think I'm overrun. Just oh, please! I hope there's a fucking infestation.
2: Jeff, you, you, <laughs> you look at um, you. you. How give many are there?
3: Uns,
2: unsolicited advice. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a second. <laughs> God damn, Lockwood, come on! This is your chance. This is your nine eleven moment. This is your moment to broadcast a real tragedy in your own home, and you gave it up. God damn it, Lockwood! That was a, that was a come on. That was a JV move. All right, so if you have unsolicited <laughs> advice or i mean I, there he is think, you, how many you got i think it's, he came out i'm sure he just slapped me around the chops and ran away again he's huge he's wearing boxing i'm telling you <laughs> <He's> gone <laughs> this again. is your 9 11 moment this is your moment to kind of kind of tell you tell us what you're going through right now oh he's says you're having heart palpitations
3: Oh, I—I'm not normally scared of spiders. This thing is huge, and not only is it huge, it keeps running at me. It's aggressive.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. What is it, tarantula? <laughs> I feel like
3: that—that that Aussie Steve Irwin. You know, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Anyway, sorry, Jeff. I—I I you. there. you go. The and, uh,
2: uh, Father Time thinks you were just muting to fart. That you no, were—you were just trying to hot, cover a fart. Um. So if you have any unsolicited advice or tips, or I know you didn't ask, but here's your chance. Uh, the The comments are pretty good. The comments are pretty good. <laughs> um, ben Thelman Five says Craig's huge is Craig's huge, just three inches. <laughs> that was a good one, to Ben. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right. So um, I know you didn't ask. This one first one comes from Justin Glover. Um, I know you didn't ask, but if you lose the etch on a Damascus knife spine when finishing sanding your handles, you can dip a Q-tip in ferric chloride and rub it on the spine. It won't give you a deep etch, but it will review, reveal the pattern again. Uh, make sure to wipe it clean with Windex or something to neutralize the acid when you have the desired look. I want to thank Mareko Momasi. Because I had a, a friend of mine had a knife of a, a Damascus knife, or oh, a customer of mine, sent it back because the, he broke the handle, it dropped it on the floor. And I said, I'll take care of it. I, f- I fixed it, but I had to, um, I when I re-sanded it, I, the bolster, I had to, I all of a sudden I had to re-etch the bolster. And I didn't want to re-etch the blade because if you re-etch the bolster, you, trying to do one at a time is difficult. So I got some nail polish and I put it all over the blade And I put it all over the handle and then I did the ferric chloride and the resist was so good that if I ever do um, a full tang knife again and I need to etch it, I will cover the handle with uh, carefully with um, nail polish and I will for sure sink it into the ferric chloride.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that thing. That was
2: a while ago. No, it's good i mean years. it was it was yeah. a total resist you know it was a total resist
5: right and that was a wood handle there was no synthetic on there right
2: it was a wood handle yeah. wood handle no synthetic and uh, i don't think you saw this one it was a old is a older knife and um i redid it and i put it on i put i put um like i said worked oh huh? we getting a call no no is that phone, the sorry is that the spider all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> sheffield forge i hope you can isolate that jesus christ at some point the first time the spider came out and you said jesus christ that would be a good like something to have on hand when you want to <laughs> I'm express... surprised didn't go up about five octaves and jump up you, and you, you 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 when you listen back to it you were you were surprised you were surprised <laughs> so sheffield forge says here's some unsolicited advice from sheffield forge on facebook um I disagree with Moreko about chart chart or oh, changing coffee etch mix. I keep mine and months later just scoop out the mold. You can use it as a scoby, which is not true. Can't do that. Uh, and then uh, hot take, kombucha is the future. Kombucha is the past. You just heard about kombucha now. Dude, kombucha is not the future now. <laughs> You just heard about it now, sheffield Forge. Come on, man. Um, what is it? What do you think about what do you think about Coffee Etch that's got a little mold on top? I,
5: so I've tried using coffee etch after it's gotten a little moldy and sometimes it gets a good result. Other times more often it doesn't. And so I just bite the bullet and say, fuck it and make a new batch. Cause it's super cheap, right? Like, it's super cheap. And so I just take the time and make a new batch. And it usually, and I've done this so many times where I keep fighting it and keep trying to get a good... A contrast etch in the coffee and then I'm complaining about it honestly to actually to my wife and she's like, did you make a new batch? And I'm like, no, you should make a new batch. And I do that and it works great. So that's where I've just started. Like I actually have some coffee right now and it's full of mold and I need to dump it out because I'm not going to use that. I'm, it's just too cheap to fuss with and waste time
2: on, you know, the yeah. coffee is kill too cheap. Doubt. So kill the doubt. Yeah. And then the last unsolicited advice comes from Celery Patch Knives. Everyone doesn't want to give us advice anymore, I think, so we're not getting a lot of advice. <laughs> a little scared. Anybody in the chat, if you've got um, advice, one tip you'd give to maybe a new knife
3: maker, what would it be? Put it in the chat and we read them out too.
2: This one comes from Celery Patch Knives. Here's some unsolicited advice. Nate Boner, Bonner, who <laughs> called in on the Damasteel Invitational episode, was a highlight. And I'd be very interested in hearing more of his relatable content. Cheers, Ash. Celery patch knives. Nate Bonner was great. Yeah, he was on the. He was the first person we interviewed on the Damn Steel show. I'm still getting messages about how great that show was.
3: Yeah, it was good. If it, again, if you haven't seen that, that's um, both on the YouTube channel, and we put the audio out as well as as a normal podcast episode. Yeah. Sorry, I'm moving about in my chair a lot here. It's it's a bit like I'm on a, on a game show. There's like creepy crawlies somewhere. Are, there more, are, there still, are they still around? I think there's more than one, but I've never seen more than together. You put a bell on it together. so you can hear it coming. I think they're tag teaming me, maybe. <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but uh, a little nervous. That's all I can say. That's all I can say.
0: Hmm
3: whilst i try and locate the uh the killer in the room
2: um jeff tell me about your grinder holy mackerel i just got i just i just got i have a broadbeck ironworks 2x72 grinder from broadbeck ironworks broadbeckironworks.com i love it horizontal vertical yeah um it's a really great price and uh they have a lot of great uh, attachments and the attachments are terrific. They make your life easier and you go to broadbeckironworks.com put in promo code Knife Talk 10 you get 10% off your stuff and that's the best part is the fact that the attachments are all um, user friendly if you have um, they make it so they're very uh, versatile uh, what do you think uh, Mareko about the Broadbeck? I, I love
5: the flexibility of the broadback. I, I know I've said it before, but I just I really I think it's really smart of them to not um, kind of lock in their customers in in ways that other maker or uh, grindering, grinding grinding manuf- grinder manufacturers have, and that way that I can use the tool arms that I either have from my old grinder that I built myself or that are made by other co- like other companies and I can still you I can take those that I already own and have and use it in my broadband grinder. There's just a smart to be flexible in that way.
3: Yeah, and it goes the other way too. So, um, I use Broadback accessories in my non-Broadback grinder as well. So, you know, they make great, you know, attachment arms as well. So, I use the uh surface surface grinder um in a non-Broadback grinder too. So, yeah, it goes both ways. So, whether you're looking for a grinder or whether you're looking for attachment arms, they've got them all. Um, and we can get you the
2: discount too. Um. Jeff, I I forget. What was the discount? <laughs> Knife talk 10. com. I'm I'm um I'm distracted by the chat. We've gotten a lot of unsolicited advice hmm. that I think would be great to read. One comes from uh Safraz. I don't know if I think we might have to correct this one, but he says uh I can't read it actually. It won't let me won't let me look it up, but it's it's I'm not sure about the chemistry. But if you mixed coffee into vinegar instead of water it might not get moldy but but then you might be you don't want that acid. I don't think that's acid acid maybe yeah hmm that's and then here's a tip from rainy day Forge put a scented candle in your shop for a nice fresh smell. My shop smells like vanilla and butter rum Rainy Ooh. day Forge has it too good. you have it too good you're you're not you are not you're not living you're, you're living too good of a comfortable life. You don't need your shop to smell like vanilla and butter rum, sir. And how dare you um, enjoy yourself in the, in your shop? This is not this is not playtime. This is work time. And smelling good is for maybe he's just a, maybe he's a hobbyist, though. So. I don't care. Maybe. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. No metal shop should have the smell of butter rum. It might have the smell of butt, but not butter rum. So forget it. <laughs> and then uh, Griffith Handmade Knives says new knife maker should save for that broadback ironworks. Grinder, I'm with you, Griff. Uh Ben Thulman five says Rainy Day Forge. Craig needs for one of those one of those candles for record for his recording room after shitting his pants. It's <laughs> a so spider repellent. And then uh, 540 Lyle says unsolicited advice, look up the TPI table to make that proper cut with the bandsaw.
3: Yes, and that was something that I didn't mention earlier today, actually. Um, I ordered a new bandsaw this week, um, which was something I've been waiting for for so long. I've been nice. putting it off and putting it off. Um, I, I had this old bandsaw like, handed down to me years ago, and I've been using it, and it's just a piece of shit. So I ordered a new one. So I need, I need like a sticker, basically, with, with you know TPIs for various materials. That would be cool. So, yeah, if anybody knows of a good resource for that, uh, let me know. That would be cool. Right, I think we're at that time of the show, um, where maybe um, I need to get out of this room as soon as possible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you you're house, right? <laughs> well, when you sell the house, don't tell them about the spiders. <laughs>
5: Morocco, what's the dream for the week? Where would you like to be this time next week? Oh, The, t- the dream of the week would be to have this material all forged out and welded together uh, into a mosaic bar that I can then tile out into my sword and then get that up and going and running again. Um, because, yeah, that was a pretty serious bummer to have to start over on that, and I need to get that up and going. So... um Hopefully, making good progress, and my back's still not hurting, and my shop may be a little cleaner than it is right now, even though did I've done some cleaning. The, did the, cleaning. Did you listen to the
2: Did you listen to the Doctor Sarno book yet?
5: I just started listening to it yesterday. Yesterday or the day before. It's good. It's interesting. I like it. All mm-hmm. right, there you go.
2: Okay, Craig, what's your what's your uh, what's your <laughs> Let's just be quick, okay? <laughs> I can't wait for next week. That's it. No, I, we, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that spider cop pops out again. It makes you, uh, you know. Well, after we do, we're done with this, we are looking at a new house. My wife found a new house. This Ooh. Today has been a, a, my phone has been off the hook. So we found this, my wife's seen this house under construction that she likes. And she said, "You know, this house—I will bet that this house is going to go up for sale." And she got a, you know, email saying it's up for sale. So we've been like hauling ass to get our, our peer, the bank pre-approval and COVID testing right. for the to visit the place. So I'm trying to manage expectations and and basically say, get ready for us not to get it. And She's, why do you say that? And I'm like, it's like on eBay when you get those snipers at the end, you know, somebody. Yeah throw another 10 G's on top of the asking price and then, you know, they're going to get it. So what, what, what's, what's the deal with the house? What, why is this the one? It's, it's, it's closer to the, it's, it's just not, it's actually walking distance from our house, but it's just like, it's got more of things that we like, you know? So it's really kind of like a lateral move, but like this COVID has been so hard on my wife mm-hmm. and just she needs a she needs something good, and I am 100% behind it. So we'll see what happens. We're going to go check it out. And then, um, and then uh, I don't know what else the hell we're doing. Probably, you know, this and that. And the other thing, oh, I'm going to send out 30 knives next week. I'm so excited. Like, it's going to be shipping mania. And then I'm back to it, and you're doing some more watercolors. And this new watercolor style I'm doing, I really like a lot. So hopefully we'll be putting, you know, watercolors up for sale on the website so you don't have to buy a knife you can buy just a fresh print if not a print uh, original watercolor
3: nice very nice okay (laughs) first of all I hope I survive the next five minutes Um, (laughs) (laughs) I keep seeing shadows because I got the lights down there because it feels massive because I see the shadow when it moves in front of the light it's huge um we're we're travelling back to Wales um, next Sunday, so I'll be doing next week's show from here. But then the future ones for next, I think for the next five weeks after that, we'll be we'll be from Wales. Um, so I got a lot to do before before then. Um, so yeah, a bunch of orders that I've got laid out now already on my worktop, um, starting for this weekend. I've got all day tomorrow, all day Sunday, um, where I can be in the shop. Um, and hopefully a few days next week as well, just to, just to get these last things out. There's a few that I want to take back to the UK with me to post from there, and and there's a few restaurant orders that I'll be taking to restaurants uh, in the UK as well. So, so yeah, so it's going to be a busy week, um, and I'm looking forward to it. I really am. So yeah,
2: that's that's this week. Is this, um, Are we going to still be doing the live shows? Yeah, while you're yeah. Gone, I'm or? taking I'm taking all this stuff with me. Yes, yeah, yeah. You ringing the spider? Um,
3: Uh, well the spider can stay here i wish the
2: listeners could see you scanning the listeners of the podcast can't (laughs) see you scanning the whole all the cracks of the crevices of your (laughs) shopping of your studio because all i see is you talking and you're just like madly staring at the you're madly staring around (laughs) shadows and great uh, yeah i I can hear a movement (laughs) come (laughs) on man it's not that big
3: wearing tap shoes he's swearing at me and also Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, so we had some news. So back in Wales, uh, where we go in, which is which is where I'm from, um, they've really loosed, They've done really well with regards to vaccines, and everybody sort of listening to the rules, and their rates have gone like right down. So this Monday, you'll be able to. Eat in a restaurant, like sit down inside a restaurant. Um, you can go to a pub for a few drinks with friends. Um, cinemas—they've basically gone back to normal. On, well, on Monday they will be. Um, so we're returning the week after. Um, so yeah, I'll be able to spend some time in um normality for a while, which which would be really nice. So, and see, you know, see friends and see family and all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. So. Yeah, I just need to haul ass this weekend um get as much done as i can um and and that's the week that's the week so i think that's a show um anything else we need to add anything we've missed
2: we didn't no? okay did all the reads i think we're good right? the re- there, there is one thing i do want to
3: show actually because um I saw it just just this week. Um, I missed it. It, it. It's an old thing. It's um, one of um, Will Stelter's pieces of work. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it. His pizza cutter, which he did a few weeks ago, but he put a video live just this week. Um, and this thing is just uh, incredible. So I've, <laughs> I've just pulled up a picture on, on the live here so people in the chat can see it as well.
2: I this think he made it a number of months ago.
3: Yeah, I think it was a while ago, and I, I just missed it. And it was only this week I saw the video um, where you showing it. This thing is incredible. Unbelievable. So um, this doesn't work well for radio, me just putting up a picture going, wow. But uh, believe me, go follow Will Stelter <laughs> and look at the pictures of his pizza cutter. It is,
2: it, yeah, yeah it's, it's extra special piece of work, that. And let's congratulate our friend, our friends, friends of the show, Neil Kamimura was on the cover of Blade magazine and there was a piece on him and uh, Steve Schwarzer and and, Jason uh, Knight. Knight. And it was and it was uh, very, very good. I'm very, very happy. Couldn't have happened to three nicer guys. Yeah.
5: So Uh, another note about.
2: Go ahead. Yeah,
5: I just just going to say really quick, another note about Neil being on the cover. It's actually the first time a maker has been featured because usually it's always a knife across the f- cover of the magazine. And Neil's the first maker that's, you know, they might have a little corner picture of a maker or something like that. But the cover is an actual maker. And that's the first time they've done that since, you know, they started back in the 80s or wow. whatever it's his hair
3: it's his hair that did it i think he's putting axe wax in his hair maybe i don't know what it is but uh that
2: must be what it is and the first forged hammer probably on the john Ariani, got the first forged hammer there exactly look at that friends of the show all of them
3: (laughs) it's a week of new things (laughs) happening that is a show thank you all for listening and um we shall speak to you again next week bye for now
2: this show is brought to you by the Makery, the podcast network for makers.
3: We're back. Don't tell anybody.
2: It's still a secret. People still it, don't know we do this. Craig, I, Craig, you should look behind you. I think that spider's behind you. <laughs> You're gonna look. <laughs> that. You're um, gonna look. Go ahead and look. Go ahead and look behind you. Because as I see him, the fucking thing is right at your head level. It's that time of the year
3: where there's spiders everywhere, and they are. They are. But are they? But they're not like brown recluses
2: or something like that, right?
3: I I don't know what they are. I I don't. It, it's bigger than we'd normally get in the UK. So when I see a spider yeah. over here, there's, I mean, there's spiders and snakes here, which we don't get in the UK.
2: So I'm always a little bit worried about things. A French around. spider bite is like a French kiss.
3: Yeah, the, the tongue's out like,
2: and everything. It's not like an <laughs> Australian bites are probably like, you know, you'll start to lose skin. But a, a French spider bite is, oh. Yeah. We, my fangs into this motherfucker. <laughs> 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 nah, I, I, I love how, I wish people could see you just like looking around trying to find that spider. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that Jesus Christ was one of the best Jesus Christ's. Of, that, was a, that was a real, real Psych. good one. Oh, yeah.
3: jesus christ (laughs) Uh, that was a good show i think it would um it 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 went well um there was purposely a bit less stuff for me to you know we didn't do a quiz on that this week um no we don't need to yeah every now and again i think spice it up with something different
2: um but yeah a weekly quiz is maybe maybe a bit much and Um, just for the the listeners we know that there was some weirdness in the audio in the last episode in the beginning and we're we're probably going to be the first little bit with moreko he just hopped out and hopped back in so there's probably a little bit of weirdness there but yeah i mean the difference is now is because
3: we're doing video as well um the audio quality has suffered a little bit um simply because we're using a different system And again, I can use our local audio, which we do with Squadcast, but the great thing about using Squadcast when we just do the audio only shows is everything syncs up perfectly. Um, If I use our local audio from these, they don't sync up. So which is why I've just been basically ripping the audio from this live show and putting that up to the podcast. Mm. Um, But you know, I think it's still acceptable audio. Um, and it's just a bit of a trade-off, okay. We got video, but our audio has suffered slightly. Um but it's only a matter of time before restream realized, you know they will add that feature being able
2: to sync up the audio. It's only a matter of time. Do you think we're getting a, I haven't looked. Do you think we're getting a lot of downloads and subscriptions subscribers on on the YouTube channel?
3: I don't know to be honest with you. Um, I don't know because I've never signed into the YouTube one uh, to the now, knife talk
2: one Ewan. Mullen says, Craig's video is crystal clear for me. Marekko is decent, but Jeff's blurred. Now, when I look at my screen, it's not blurred at all. And I know that somebody mm. else was saying last episode, it looks blurry. I don't know. What is, I mean. He's old. That's just the way you look now, isn't it? Hag <laughs> Fucking healthy, dude. You need some of this blood over here. Owen, sorry. Sorry, Owen. Uh, you need some of this. Yeah. You need some of this. I got the fountain of youth good blood good blood the tiger
3: blood yeah a couple of people saying jeff Jeff is is blurred blurred. i think it may just be your lighting jeff because um i know you've got a light shining in but um oh yeah yeah i'm I'm not sure the lighting in here isn't optimal yeah and just as an aside just just quickly that where you've got your your laptop just run your thumb over the camera just make sure it's not greasy because that could be a look at that now Twenty
2: twenty. No, <laughs> it's because it's dark in here. Yeah, I think that's all it is, really. It's, it's, it's not, un- dude. I it's see un- that spider behind you, man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Adam Boy. Adam Boy. Uh, N. Warren, I'm just happy. It feels
3: like everyone in, is in a chill, is is in the room chilling. Um, but it was nice today. I to see the the chat, people chatting amongst themselves and answering each other's questions, that kind of thing. That's pretty cool.
2: That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The doctor touched Jeff's prep of view. Benthelman five has been like really. You, I've been watching what you've been writing. I'm not. I'm not fastening my seatbelts for for hilarity yet. You got to work on some of these. <laughs> these gears are like. I mean, we're all of them have been foul balls. I mean, I. I mean, none of. I would if they were good. I'd. I let you know, but I think some of them we got to be back to the drawing board. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm with you though. Um, we've got, the, I think, thinking we've got the facility
3: now to have guests as well. Um, obviously, we need to make sure they've got a good um, connection and the rest of it. Um, but should we reach out to Dr. Laren again? Um, yeah, it would be great People had a lot of questions for him. Um, yeah, sure. That could be quite a nice one to get to get in again. Um, Definitely. Even if it's not for the full show, just you know, bring him in for a section. Yeah, maybe, let's yeah. have him in. I like Dr. Yeah. Laren. He's great. Yeah, that'd be cool.
2: That'd be cool. He's got a what about Doctor Deal too? What about dr chris <laughs> with his top off i'm not mad about it i mean i don't we, I don't, we don't have a whole lot more to say about the what you call it you know yeah. about the strangler whatever it is yeah yeah
3: so so what are you guys been up to so outside of work what you been watching anything good or is any good music or anything at all reading anything good what's what's going on
2: i got I've the been HBO watching man.
5: episodes on netflix episodes? What, what are you even watching
2: Episodes, episodes you, it,
5: on Netflix. It's What's good, that? Isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's a uh, it's about these two British writers who have a show in the UK and they bring it to LA and it gets all fucked up. And Matt LeBlanc is part of it, and it's really good.
2: i yeah. We got the HBO Max. I've been catching up on Cur- Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm. The fucking show is still good. He's still yeah. good. not do yeah. that. And not
7: a lot of what TV. Um,
3: the Mayor of Eastwick, which is. Um, I think it's a US thing actually, um, with Kate Winslet in it and she plays like this old cop. Um, that's pretty good. We've been watching that. Um did, did you guys have you don't get BBC shows out there, do you? Or do you? Um No. Okay, okay. Well, there's been this show Line of Duty and um it's it's in like season six has just finished, and it's once a year they put on this season and it's like the biggest show in the UK by a lot, they've just broken all like the records for listening figures and things like that, you know Um and I've been catching up on that again and it's just amazing so yeah, if you get the opportunity to watch it it's it's the most well written sort of cop drama ever, they're, um, they're anti-corruption so they they investigate bent cops Um bent coppers as they call them, it's, it's brilliant it's brilliant, so yeah, if you get a chance, watch that Nice yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I got a,
5: that's... The, I think the pizza oven is supposed to be showing up tomorrow.
3: Really? Really? Very which exciting. which one did
5: you yeah. go with? Uni. Uni, right. Yeah. Oh, the, the 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 Karu, which is a 12-inch. It's a multi-fuel. And I think I can rig it to run off my forge. Nice. <laughs> which would be fun.
3: Yeah. Wow. Cool. <laughs> so be so nice. what, you, you mean just run it off, off the same
5: gas, you mean? Yeah the excess yeah. heat coming off the forge yeah
2: oh you think you can just wow. you can just put it on the just sit it on, on t- sit it on top of the forge and then the residual heat from the forge and then
5: yeah, I think I can pipe it out of the back of my forge and up into the oven
2: that's crazy nice nice that's crazy it's, just no. keep that slag out of it you'd be fine <laughs> yeah yeah no that'll that'll be no problem because I'm not using any flux <laughs> yeah or kale wool I would I'd have mine like a kale bowl, kale wool topping you know yeah
3: <laughs> um Owen Mullins just said he's got the, uh, the genevieve eats pizza
2: oven book today. I haven't seen
0: that either. oh nice hmm.
2: I would love to have a backyard with a pizza oven because I've been watching like all these guys with the pizza ovens and you guys mm. all of the pizza ovens it would be fun. You can make them easily enough. I just don't want to deal with all the flour all over the place. Just don't like it. Don't I have a texture thing. I don't like it. I don't want it. Inside the house or outside? You'd rather have it outside? At all. I would do it outside. I would do it outside. Okay. Maybe someday, maybe. I was going to tell you, there's a book coming out, Seth Rogen's new book. It's called Yearbook. I heard him uh, being interviewed. He, it's supposed to be It's from what the stories he's been talking about, it's hilarious. He talks about the weird experiences with Nick Cage. Oh, and, and Tom Cruise with Tom <laughs> yeah. Cruise. I but he like names names. And he like yeah. names he doesn't a fuck. He's gonna be like an empresario. He's like gonna be a marijuana empresario. He he's got this have you seen right. his new company? It's a weed business, isn't it? It's called Houseplant. Right. You got to right. go to the website because it's so well done. And the stuff he's selling besides weed, I and mean, obviously he can't buy weed, but he, he, these lighters and those ashtrays and the little videos he does, he's going to be the Elon Musk of weed. There's no question. <laughs> he's great. Everybody's <laughs> at it. Even Mike Tyson's at it. Jesus. We've been approached about investing into a cannabis farm. Really? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. We're not doing it. No. We're probably no. Been making a huge mistake. We're probably making a huge mistake. Yeah, we get approached do. a couple times. Don't don't put the oh, new yeah. house money on. Especially weed. if it's
5: new in New York.
2: <laughs> Dude, I mean, well, here's the problem: is weed. they're it's legal, but there are no dispensaries yet. So everyone's just like, you know, like, okay. yeah, where can we get all this shit? And you can't. You got to go to your guy. You got to have your guy. So yeah, you still got to go to your guy. <laughs> you got to go to your guy.
3: Right, yeah. I'm done. I need to go. Um. I'm sure the spider's gone now, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, have a good weekend, the two of you. Are you working over the weekend?
2: No. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing my little stuff. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's what you're doing. like it. my right. watercolors and, and stuff around the house, nothing. All ah,
3: right, fair enough, fair enough. Right, well, have a good one anyway. And, um, yeah, I shall speak to you both
2: um, very, very soon. Thanks Bye again, time. money. Have a great weekend, guys. Yeah. This show is brought to you by... The Makery, the podcast network for makers.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation,